Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life. But I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 38, Chapter 38. Hey peeps, it's been a few weeks. I feel like every time I start the podcast, I'm giving you guys a reminder that it's been too long or whatever the case is. But you know what though? It is a new year. It is January 1st, 2020. So I'm not going to apologize for how long it's been because hopefully you know that if time has passed, that means life is being lived. So we're going to give ourselves much grace this new year and just say, missed you guys and keep it pushing, right? So since it's been a minute, um, one of the things that the new year always brings, hopefully it does for all of you guys that are listening, because it does for me, is reflection and the reflection doesn't quite start on the first of the year it's typically for me uh upper progression so the last week so since christmas you begin to look at the fact that the countdown is approaching and it's just natural to start thinking about man as we are about to close out a year all the things that have happened just blows your mind and so when my parents were here for christmas um my mom and my stepdad i actually it had to been christmas day i'm not not 100 percent certain um but i was laying in the bed and watching tv it's kind of odd that i was in one room and they were in the other room but you know the isolation was important but it also began this really funny thought process Because even with all of the happiness that was going on, there began to be these thoughts of what you don't have. And I hate that it happens. And I know I'm not the only person who literally can count down the most amazing things that they've been blessed with. But how in a moment, a random moment, a moment when there should be no issues, no concerns, the thought will kind of creep in about what has not happened in 2019 or whatever year it is that you did the reflection. And so talked to my mom, kind of shook it off. And I want to say maybe, I don't know, like a few days later, she and I were on the phone and we were talking about kind of this year. And it's interesting that someone else had to remind me just how much stuff happened this year and so as she's going down you know the the trips that i took the retreats that not only i attended that you know the one that i co-hosted and the things that happened in my group and the fact that i changed jobs and you know all the different things that this year has brought like it really doesn't leave a whole lot of room to sit down and say Oh my God, something didn't happen. But we do it, right? We can get so fixated 
on that one something or those few somethings that didn't happen and totally forget that God did some amazing things. And it's funny to me, um, 2019 was a year of my podcast. Yay. Ow. So, you know, that's just one thing that, you know, I have listened to some of you all who have listened and have spoke with some of you guys about the podcast and just the the response to it has been overwhelming and literally that is one thing that this year brought me and so as I was reflecting and I literally made that list and went down everything that took place this year Guys, I was so overwhelmed with gratitude and granted, you know, it's like each week, you know, I talk about being thankful and, you know, thankful Thursdays and there are those um, specific times where I'm reflecting. But if you really sit down and go through your whole year, you will be overwhelmed with all of what has happened. Now, that doesn't negate the fact that there was some losses this year. There were some things that just, you know, set me down for a moment. But when I think about all of what went right, and right doesn't mean the same with everybody, right? Right is the things that I didn't even know to pray about I saw take place or the encounters or the experiences or or even if it's something negative, just being able to stand back and look like, man, I got through that when I didn't think that I would. And so when I was doing my reflection, I went back to the beginning of this year. Do you guys know that the Honestly Mia podcast is about to be a year old on January 6th? Like that completely floors me. And I don't know if I mentioned it in my first podcast. Probably didn't. Because one of the things that I have learned about potting or whatever the the technical term is for it is that it typically doesn't happen in the middle of angry on happy moments. And one of the things that I've always promised you guys that the podcasts are going to be inspired by God. So they're going to happen when he says so. It's going to be about the topics that he says. But it's it's never when I want to do it, right? So when I look back When I first started the podcast, I actually did two at one time. I felt like you guys needed to travel down this road with me. And I was sitting in my little nook and I was on the verge of a breakup. And what's interesting is that God just woke me up in the middle of the night and said, hey, this is what you're going to talk about. Like I had already set the podcast up, came up with the name, all those things, you know, had already happened, but the content hadn't quite been birthed yet. So, so about a week prior to that is when I had sat down and I wrote the apology letter, because again, when you're experiencing a breakup, you are very reflective, right? You start thinking about what went wrong, what I should have done, what I could have done, why didn't I look at this or understand that? And so it, it amazes amazes me that during that time, and granted the breakup didn't happen until a few weeks later, but during that time, I was literally just sitting here thinking through, okay, God, this is where I am. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm frustrated. This is not what I 
anticipated. And let's just be real honest. This was a situation that I felt was going to be forever at the time. So then you couple it with all of, you know, the opportunities that you thought were going to be and it didn't quite play out. And in the middle of that, God gave me something to share with you guys. And what was interesting to me is that I started the podcast and then maybe a week later, I went to, it had to have been a week, um, my church had Nights of Revival and you guys probably heard me talk about the message that I heard from Pastor Darius Daniels um, about Get Up. My friend Erica and I went to um, these Nights of Revival together and I was sitting there that night and he was talking about the man at the pool of Beth- Bethesda. We're going to get it right. Bethesda. And the it's interesting. I'm listening to this message and it was good because as you guys know, he is definitely one of my favorites outside of my own pastor. And the part about that message that stood out to me is the fact that this man, and if you remember, you may have to dust off podcasts, maybe two or three or whenever I mentioned it, not sure. Um, had been coming for 30 years looking to be healed. And, you know, we, hey, it's, it's, it's not even as important, in my opinion, as to, well, what was going on all these other years, right? That he did not get healed, but that particular year was his year. And it resonated with me because it was the January before I was to turn 38. Isn't it great how you can hear something and cause God is just amazing like this and how that message probably touched so many people in so many different ways. But for the girl that was sitting there that was approaching 38, it was my mantra. It was my get up. And so immediately my perspective began to change about what this year was going to look like for me right and granted I had my list I had my you know this was going to happen this year and this was going to happen this year I mean and at this time and I was going to see some things turn around and the best part about it is that even though a few of those things did not manifest Good God, there were probably 50 things that I didn't even take in consideration or even sat down and articulated that I wanted God to do this in this area. But all I knew is that I was going to get up and I was going to be healed from some things that had been plaguing me too long. I was going to truly live unapologetically free. And that was such a new and different concept for me. Because I feel like so, so much of my life I lived being overly concerned about everything that other people thought and they said and wanting to make sure that, you know, I'm extremely thoughtful in what I say. And don't get me wrong, that's not a bad habit, but just, you know, not being able to really articulate, hey, this doesn't work for me, this hurts me, or this makes me feel a certain kind of way. Because when you have lived so long wanting to please people or wanting to be seen just right, 
you will scale back. You will sit down. You will not move forward because you're so worried about what that moving forward approach will look like. But I knew that it was going to be different this year. And the best part about it is that I I put some some time frames on myself, right? So I was like, okay, so by the time I turn 38, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to have this under control. And it was interesting to me that as I continued to, rep- to record podcasts leading up to the 12th of May, it, it was it was funny that all those things that, you know, I said that I was going to put down didn't quite happen, you know, March 11th, 2019 or whatever. But this has been a year of evolving, a year of taking chances, a year of taking risk, a year of, you know, being in places that I had not known I was going to be in. And so, it just floored me that I'm here. And even with the most recent change that I mentioned, maybe the last podcast or, you know, the fact that I started a new job. And it's funny to me, you know, that I didn't know that I would be doing that in 2019. It's it's interesting how jobs came up and I interviewed or even got job offered, but it didn't happen. So you just never know. You never know how or what or when. The biggest thing is just to believe that it will. And it was interesting because, you know, everybody, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say everybody because I don't want to downplay it, but most times when you're at church and you're approaching the end of the year, you're going to hear a message that essentially talks about, you know, preparing to to usher in a new thought process or understanding God differently as you prepare for the new year. And the message that I heard, and it was it was so awesome to me because there was just one piece of it that I that I took away from it, and it was essentially talking about you know, making sure that your the what you say is in alignment with your heart. So if I am saying that I'm getting up in year 38, then my heart has to believe that I will get up. And what was interesting to me is that when I made that declaration after I heard that amazing word, I noticed things started shifting and things started looking very differently for me because there was some alignment between what was coming out of my mouth and what it was that I believed in my heart. Now, I don't want to sit here and you think, well, aren't you perfect? Aren't you? No, because there are several areas that there still has not been an alignment on, right? And it's typically those things that we have not seen the movement in which we want to see. So therefore, there is some reservation and some hesitation about standing firm on the promise. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, thank you, God, for giving me that revelation in year 38, because in year 39, there will be total alignment. And while I'm 38 for five more months, the beginning of this year has set the stage for that thought process, that thought process that says, you know what? You didn't just get up, right? Because there's more to the getting up. 
there is a getting up and there is a walking. And it's funny to me that I even, as I'm talking to you, I think about that term, that word walking. And I heard it from a a dear new friend of mine who I was talking to the other day. And so shout out to Tierra, my Carlos's mom. Um, and you know, my, my, my story isn't going to be about her story because she's entitled to her own story, but she kept using the term walking, just keep walking. And so that was the missing piece, right? That was the missing piece of the getting up because it's almost like once you get up, then what's next? And I thank her so much for saying that because that's what 2020 is going to be about. You got up and you keep walking and you keep walking. And when something else comes up, you keep walking. And what that means to me is, is keep believing, keep moving forward. Like God changed my thought process. He changed my perspective. He gave me a new outlook. He gave me new blessings, new mercies. So keep walking in it. Don't stand still and look around as if I don't believe that there is more out there keep walking, keep pressing, keep looking towards the future, keep, you know, embracing today. And it's funny how we can look at the the word walking and it be very literal. That means that you're not stopping. No, sometimes stopping, assessing, looking around, understanding is a, 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 a version of walking. That means that you are brave enough to push through whatever is going on to look at it to dissect it to understand it so as you keep moving you probably won't make those same mistakes again right or you probably won't do that same thing that you did or you're gonna try something new because you stood there and understood what you like about you what what does you need what did you need that's like horrible grammar what it is that you need and so on and so forth so walking takes on a whole new term and so as I was getting ready for this um, podcast, which happens to be in the middle of the night, I wanted to go back to that story in the Bible that that talks about the man at the pool. And I'm going to read a few verses to you and I'm just going to tie it back into, you know, what has happened and what is to be expected. So our start at so it's John chapter 5 starting with verse 4 and it says for an angel went down from time to time in the pool and stirred up the water the first thing to step in after the stirring up of the water was made well of whatever disease he was being healed by and a certain man was there who had been 38 years in his sickness When Jesus saw this one lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, and we'll come back to that piece right there, he said to him, do you want to get well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Verse eight, Jesus said to him, rise, take up your mat and walk. And immediately the man became well, and he took up his mat and walked. Now it was the Sabbath on that day. I 
don't know about you guys, but as I was reading that, like I felt so much power in it, right? I felt the power in it even before the man was healed of his sickness. It says in verse six, when Jesus saw this one lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition. So all of the, the ladies in my group know that Psalms 138 and 8 is like my scripture. Like I've told you guys on the podcast that literally God wrote that for me. And it starts with, you know, God perfect that which concerns me. And I think the reason why that, that scripture has been so near and dear to my heart, because I don't know about you guys, but there have been so many times that I've experienced something or there was something that had my heart heavy or had me sad and weepy and, and whatever the case is. And I literally thought that God just wasn't concerned about that something because in my mind, it seemed too insignificant or, you know, I've been talking about that same thing so much and, you know, whatever my reason was or whatever the enemy wanted me to believe. So I would not trust that God was concerned with it. You know, it was interesting to me that first of all, Nothing about me is a surprise to him, right? Nothing about me having this conversation with you guys, you know, at one o'clock in the morning is, is, is a surprise or that I would be where I am today in my thinking because he already knew all about my every step, my every word, my every movement before I ever knew I could. So when I hear that, that he knew that I had already been a long time in that condition. You know, I'm not even as concerned about, which is why I said those scriptures, you know, that that proceeded before that, or even just trying to understand what happened to this man 38 years prior was insignificant to me, right? Because I look at my own life and say, okay, God, everything that did or didn't happen prior to 38 is irrelevant because I know in year 38, chapter 38, there's going to be a move. There's going to be a shift. There's going to be a newness. There's going to be a made well that makes not knowing when, where, how, and what prior to that not even important to me. And it's so interesting how we can, if if we are bitter or if we are, you know, not really looking at the fullness of God, that we can sit somewhere, be blessed, and get so hung up on how long it took, Right. It's interesting to me because I, I'm i no surprise to God. And that's just all I can say about that. I am no surprise. So he knew, right, that all of what transpired leading, transpired leading up to that year was going to pave the way. And that's the one thing that we sometimes tend to overlook, that we had to be positioned in a certain space, right? We had to be positioned with a few different, you know, disappointments and heartaches and stuff for our heart to be open. I was talking to my friend Kim about this just this morning. Yeah, this morning about, you know, allowing God to 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 just penetrate some things 
with our pain. Like he knows what gets our attention and not that he wants to see us suffer or he wants us to be uncomfortable. But we know that he's more concerned with our character than our comfort. And if he wants to grow us, if he wants to make us well, then he knows better than anybody how to get us to that point that is going to be life-changing. So yes, he knew that there was an existing condition in my heart. He knew that there was some unworthiness that I hadn't dealt with. He knew that there was some insecurities that kept popping up. He knew that there was some doubts, some fears, some worries. And he knew that at the moment in which he dropped that nugget in my spirit, that I was open and I was receptive, not because of my own doing, right? Because trust me, the flesh will get in the way, but because he came in and I encountered him very differently because of the situation that I had been in. It's, it's so interesting to me. Each person that's listening um, has their own story of how God moved in in a moment where they were their lowest or moved in when things were all out of sorts. And in the moving in, you saw how big and how mighty and how great he was. And you'll never forget it. And not that you sit down and like, okay, God, I'm ready for my next trial. But when you have been tried and you see just how carefully he loves on you and holds you and just takes you in his arms, it makes Whenever the next something comes up, it looks so different, right? It allows you to be able to just endure. And as my sweet friend says, keep walking, right? Because you know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's how the end of of Psalms 138 and 8 goes. Do not forsake the work of your hands. And that sounds very commanding, right? But it's commanding because we know that he won't. So getting back to John 5. So God, knowing that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you want to get well? So funny thing that that I just dropped in my spirit about that is that kind of happened to me. So when I think about, so God is the same God. He's been the same God all 38 years of my life, right? There's nothing about him that has changed, but there was something about me that changed. So when I look at that scripture, I think about the seriousness that I got with God and when it happened. And that was the time when I wanted to be made well. And there had to be a piercing of the heart, right? It's not that we just walk up and say, okay, God, fix me, break me, like grow me, prune me, whatever the case is. But there had to be some things that shifted in my life, right? In order for me to be able to say, okay, God, I'm ready for what all that you have for me. I want this year to be different. I want my life to have drastically changed. Not that I'm obtaining more things, but I'm able to see you for who you really are. I'm able to understand your nature. I understand your ways, understand more about me and how this relationship is supposed to be. So all of what happened to me, and I pray that those of you who are listening can sit back and think of all the things that have happened to you and be able to boldly and openly and willingly go to God and say, you know, yes, I want to get well. And so he goes on and he talks about, you know, he how he had no one to put him in the pool and the water is stirred, but 
while I'm coming another steps down before me. So my interpretation of that is a is a little different. And and the way I look at that is so there are all these reasons why my thought process was what it was, right? My experiences, you know, things that I've seen pan out, the hurt that was in my heart, whatever the case is. So I kept coming, right? I kept coming to God saying, you know what, God? Okay, blah, 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 blah. But he knew at the moment in which I came to him at the beginning of 2019 that there was something different. There was that I was ready. So let me rephrase that. Not that something was different because he knew at the appointed time what was going to happen. But it came after all of that other stuff made me get serious about my deliverance, about my healing, about my freedom. So yes, when he called, I answered and said, yes, God, I want to be made well. And so in the same way that he did then, so there's nothing new under the sun, right? His word is still very prevalent and still a living word, an active word in our lives today. So when he told me, rise, take up your mat and walk. And I said, yes, because again, it was a journey, right? I was being prepared for to, to answer, right? To answer that that question, do you want to get well? Do you want to be different? Do you want to love people differently? Do you want to serve differently? Do you want to get out of, you know, whatever bondage that you're in? And I raised my hand and I was ready and I was sure. And I knew that I did not want to go another year being the same to Mia that was broken, that was bruised, that was feelings hurt, that was always looking around the corner, overthinking. And, 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 and hear me hear me good did everything magically change for me or drastically change no it didn't right because you're still at war with your flesh but when you know that it's important for you to keep walking and and you believe that what you're saying will truly be manifested then you will see those changes and it's interesting to me because we're looking for a big you know, firework moment, right? But when I sat down and began to look back over this year, I was like, God, you were here. You you allowed me to get up. You gave me a boldness in some areas that I didn't think that I had. You gave you you outstretched my arms and you you gave me resources. You gave me people. You gave me opportunities that if I wasn't ready to get well, you wouldn't have set me down in those places because it was too critical. It was too crucial. And don't get me wrong, several mistakes made along the way. Several decisions that weren't always in line with this walk that I was on. But thank God that I had the encounter to go back to I was made well. So the things that I was doing, the things that I was believing or saying or whatever that was not in line with the truth, it couldn't last. It couldn't stay. It couldn't hang out. It couldn't be a part of my 2020. It had to be addressed because when he said Take up your mat and walk. He meant it. I meant it. So those things that were trying to keep me seated, that those things that were trying to keep me stagnant, they had to go. They had to be brushed aside. They couldn't stay as much as I wanted them to, much as I felt like they needed to. 
it wasn't going to be a thing because God said, take up your mat and walk. And immediately the man became well. And immediately Tamia became well and took up her mat and walked. How awesome is that? So as you guys are getting ready, because while we have so many thoughts about 2020, right? As you're getting ready, a friend of mine sent a message to a couple of us. Hey, Kyra. And was like, so, so what is it? What, what are you, what are you leaving behind in 2019? And what are you, what are you picking up in 2020? I can't remember how she said it. And the funny thing is, I don't even remember what I said I'm leaving behind, but I know that in 2020, there is much expectancy and the expectancy is in specific things, but also for God to just be his awesome self and just blow my mind. And it's already been off to a great start. I'll leave you guys with this. I had a conversation with a coworker of mine, a new coworker, and it's funny, and I don't have to talk about that in another podcast, about how I know for a fact that God positioned me in this new arena for him to show me more of how powerful he is and for him to show some other people just how powerful he is so I was having a conversation very impromptu conversation with a co-worker of mine and you know the the topic that we got on was so in line with something that I had been dealing with, something that the group and I are going to talk about this spring semester in and around trust. And as I'm sitting there and you guys know, it, it's, it's sometimes a struggle to be your authentic Jesus loving self at work, right? Because there are people that can get a little funny about that. And while, you know, and especially with me being in, in, in HR, like I'm very conscientious of how I approach certain conversations. There's a boldness like, hey, if you open up the door, I'm going to walk through it, not to convict or condemn, but to to give you a little bit of insight about who I am and what I believe. But in this conversation, I was just thinking about all of the connectivity, right? And how at the beginning of 2019, I never, and honestly, this conversation happened yesterday on the 31st. At the beginning of 2019, I would have never imagined that I would be at a new job having this conversation with this person about something that was so relevant to right now. And it just allowed me to stop and say, you know what, God, you already got 2020 under control because you are showing me things on the last day of the year just how intentional you are just how much you're doing in my life that is preparing me for whatever is going to happen so I leave this with you guys I don't know what you're looking forward to I don't know what you have been asking God for but my prayer I stand in agreement with you about those things that are in line with his will for you but I want you to be bold in 2020 I want you to have expectancy like no other expectancy for your own healing for your own deliverance for your own freedom for that of your families your spouses your children your co-workers that you walk into this new 
new year, expecting God to be all of who he said he is, expecting God to do some things that you never imagined that he could do in this lifetime, but that he's wanting to do them just for you. I'm excited to see what's about to happen. And trust me, as it's happening, I'm living it. I'm learning from it. I'm loving it. And because you guys have been so gracious and so wonderful to me, I will continue to come on here and share all of it with you. Thanks, guys, for spending these moments with me. You don't know how much it blesses me to be able to share my life with you all, to be able to tell you what God has shared with me and just stand in agreement with you even though i don't know your name i don't necessarily know what you're going through but i'm believing that whatever it is that god is going to do it and he's gonna do it in a big way so my hope is that as you listen you begin to start framing up what this year is going to look like for you what 2020 is going to bring for you and your family and just know that I'm here with you, I'm loving on you, I'm cheering you on, and I'm thinking of you each and every day. So I'm grateful. That's all I can say. But as I always do, please make it a great day on purpose. <music>